Susan Hawkinson is a writer from Grand Rapids. Her books include Timber Connections, The Joy Slumber Story, Tina Christina Sestina, and her latest book, The Adventures of Annie McCollum. In this What We're Reading interview, we'll hear how Susan was able to collaborate with local educators and artists and publish and promote her works on her own. Well, you know, I think in terms of being a serious writer, it was about 1992. I taught at the community college in Grand Rapids and I had a sabbatical. So I spent my sabbatical writing uh, essays for the radio, for KAXE and Scott Hall recorded me. That was my beginning. And a friend of mine and I went out to New Mexico and did a month writing retreat And she said to me, you know, I think it was really writing these essays for the radio that prompted you to get started with Timber Connections, the Joyce Lumber story. And that is a a book that my co-author and I spent 10 years researching and writing. And so that started about 1993. That story is a local story to begin with. It's a story of opening up the Big Fork Valley to settlement. It's all—it's the lumber story, of course. And then the Joyce's had a national presence and they logged throughout this um, southeastern part of, of the states, Louisiana, Texas, and also the Lake States. It's a 200 year personal and professional history of the Joyce Lumber Baron family. So anyway, that was what I, how I got started. And when you've dedicated 10 years of your life to a project, I just decided I wanted to do something that wasn't going to require so much energy, (laughs) you know, and time. And I had written poetry when I was younger and I had been published, you know, in a few magazines. So I went back to writing poetry and there's a, a, a woman in Grand Rapids, Lori Miltage, and she and I have written what are called double voiced poems in response to visual art. And how that works is there are two vertical poems and I usually write the one on the left-hand side and then she responds on the right. And then we get the poem to read horizontally. So it's really a grouping of three poems. And we've done that in response to Jackie Solom's photography. And that was shown both at the Macrosty Art Gallery in Grand Rapids and the Edge in Big Fork. From there, we went to Gendron Jensen's uh, art uh, retrospective in Grand Rapids. We did a response to Elizabeth Blair's bog photography, which was also both in uh, at the um, Macrossi and at the edge. Well, that was really, you know, something that worked for me in terms of projects when I could take a break. Then in 2012, I just set an intention for myself to create a courageous childhood. I was a a shy, serious child. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to write for a different audience. And this is third through sixth graders. And so that's the audience I've been writing for. Although what I have found is that everything I've written has resonated with adults as well as children. So the first was a poetic narrative, Tina, Christina, Sestina. And the Sestina poetic form is extremely prescriptive, more prescriptive than a sonnet, for example. So anyway, I 
received a couple of grants and I took my book and I taught in classrooms and gave presentations across Northern Minnesota. And then I went into a three classrooms with a good friend of mine, Jan Ferraro. And I wanted to see how she taught because she was just a master elementary school teacher. So I learned, you know, my audience from teaching with her. So that book came out in 2013. And then the next thing, I was going to write another poetic narrative, but you know, it's difficult. The Sestina form is difficult. What does that form look like? Okay. It's six stanzas of six lines each. And there are rotating end words. Oh my goodness. So you pick six end words and they rotate in a particular pattern throughout the six stanzas. And then there's a three stanza conclusion that use, uses all six end words. Okay. So every time you get to the end of the line, you know, your thought pattern switches, you know? So it's both left brain, right brain, left brain. And there's, there's quite a mathematical formula that accompanies this. So when I would teach it, you know, I would let the children discover the pattern themselves because they can do that, you know, in small groups. So it was really very interesting. But when they tried writing a Sestina, I would actually write the first three stanzas and then they would write the rest. It was very frustrating for like the first half hour. And then they would have an epiphany and then mm -hmm. off they'd go. And then we had a good time. This is what we're reading on KAXE, KBXE. We're talking with Grand Rapids writer Susan Hawkinson. After tackling poetry, Susan went on to write a play called Paddle Off the Map, and then her latest book, The Adventures of Annie McCollum. We now hear from Susan on how she made her works available for readers through self-publishing. What you need to decide as a self-publisher, what is your goal? And my goal was not to make money. So there is no money in the way I'm self-publishing in this. So it's, it's an it's an act of, you know, I have I had a job, I had a career as a college instructor. So this is my avocation in a sense. So it was it was a really really good experience. Uh, now you have to learn how to market, and I'm I'm a little more introverted. I'm not one of these, you know, explosive um, charismatic extroverts. So. <laughs> But again, you just keep your eyes on your goal. And the wonderful part of marketing is that you meet all kinds of people and people love your work and they want to tell you their story and connection. So that's that's a wonderful part of it. But it takes a lot of persistence and you just have to you know keep at it. So the other thing about self-publishing is that not for my first book, but for Tina Christina, I received both an Arrowhead Regional Arts Council grant and a library grant. And then with Paddle Off the Map, my play, I received a Minnesota State Arts Board grant. So that was performed in our by our community, Grand Rapids Players. And then I received a grant for my last, my newest um, release, which is The Adventures of Annie McCallum. Yeah, we can't let you go without um, telling us about this latest book. What can you tell us about Annie McCallum? Well, you know, it grew out of a, a character that was in a, a short story I wrote in my 30s. So, I mean, I'm now 77. So that's one thing about writing is you want to save the stuff that, that has energy, but you haven't figured it out. So Annie McCallum is a fourth grader, and the story is set in 1955 in Grand Rapids. 
but of course it has a, a different name. It's called Woods Lake. And Annie wants to change the dress code so that girls can wear pants to school. And what she does is she she gets help from her classmate, Terry McArdle, you know, and he decides with Annie's older twin brothers that if boys change the dress code for everybody and all the girls and the boys wear skirts over pants, then there is simply one dress code. And of course, this creates an uproar with the administration, the school board, and so on and so forth. So that's kind of the story. And my goal was to have, you know, a collaboration between boys and girls, and also to have a fourth grader who was on a mission and stuck with it. And she solicits help from the other fourth grade teacher. So it's that kind of a story. What I've found is that it resonates with adults who know Grand Rapids and even adults who were who grew up in that era because the stories are common stories, you know. So that that's it. The thing that's interesting about it is that in 2016, there was a court case that the AC, ACLU took on in, at, for a charter day school in North Carolina. And these girls were tired of having to wear skirts to school and it was the dress code. And the administration felt the girls should wear the skirts to school because girls after all are fragile vessels. And it gave the boys a chance to show some chivalry. Well, anyway, long story short, it went through the court system in North Carolina and it ended up at the United States Supreme Court. And this past June, 2023, the United States Supreme Court declined to hear the case. So this is a story about, you know, girls and women's rights that is still alive. I mean, we still need to know that we have to be vigilant. Susan Hawkinson's latest book is The Adventures of Annie McCollum. It's what we're reading. I'm Tammy Bobrowski.